Good Morning Vietnam. Who? Vietnam. You never watched Good Morning Vietnam? I love. Oh, I have no idea. What you're I really hope about. the soul of Robin Williams comes down to smite mm-hmm. you from heaven. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Hi, my name's Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. What's up? And we're your meta sidekicks. I just got done having my mind blown for the second time with another existential crisis in a podcast that you'll listen to soon for Parallel a video universe. that we just redid. Yes, correct. Parallel universes. But that's not what we're talking about today. And if you're excited for Parallel Universe as well, you should get excited more because it's coming out in the next week or two or something like that. But wow. today we're talking about our Wilson mm. Castle recap. Da, 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 da. God, I really... I had a 50-50 chance. I'm really bad at intuition games. It's fine. <laughs> if you guys are new to the podcast, we are psychic mediums, twin flames, business partners, and awesome people. And M looks like she's about to lay an egg in her pants. I just set up Facebook. Um, what is this messenger? And I got all these messages from people that I once knew. Because now I guess we're popular or something. So, what, was it last weekend? No, the weekend before. Because today's Monday now. Dude, it's Halloween. I'm pretty sure it's been one day since our investigation. It was a lot. No, this last week was a lot. <laughs> Everything, I got married, went on a honeymoon, and then immediately went to Vermont to go to the Wilson Castle with you, yeah. did a ghost investigation, didn't sleep for three days, and then now we're here. Yeah, and it, I edited the video in about four seconds. Exactly. And it's almost two hours long. She made an actual cinematagric cinema. It did something. Cinema, 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 cinema monster. Cinema mini monster. <laughs> Cine, cinematagric. We went to the Wilson Castle. It was a great time. So, <laughs> months ago, you guys know that we went to the Opera House, the Twin City Opera House, before we went there. We were supposed to go to the Wilson Castle on the specific day that we went to the Opera House. However, we were going to do it with a thing, and we didn't know that there was going to be a whole bunch of people there, so we decided to not do that and to do it later on. However... Did not disappoint. (laughs) I have felt like I have wanted to go to this castle for months, which is why when we decided to not go in... When was that? It's like August or something. September. And now we're going in October. October. I I don't know. I was really excited to do this ghost investigation thing. And I always have this weird daydream because I wanted to just imagine what it would be like to be on a ghost hunting team. In a castle. So I imagined this very, very oddly specific daydream where we, as a ghost hunting team... We're walking through the castle, and we were walking through this hallway corridor thing, and when we were walking past this specific room, we were going into a different room. However, I saw this person walk past the door, and because I physically saw someone in my daydream walk past the door, I told everybody, we gotta go over into this room. I just saw someone, and the second I walk into this room, it's a bedroom. There's a bed on the left-hand side of the room, And I look over to the left-hand side of the room, and it's almost like things started playing physically there. And I see this woman with dark-colored hair holding a child that's humming, excited, all of these things. And then I walk further into the room, and I turn to look to the right side of the room. And she walks to the room with, like, walks across the room with this baby, and then the room transforms 
a couple months later and she is now crying over that child that has passed and I literally was walking around at our old corporate job with Liv and was like we really need to go to this Wilson Castle place I really need to go there and she was like "Mm, okay I guess we could do that and I was like what why are you like weird about it and she's like I don't know I just always hear babies crying and that's when I shit my pants because Mm -mm. I thought I was making that up (laughs) Yeah, so for months, I've been trepidatious about going to this place because I'm like, all I hear is sadness. (laughs) But it's a lot cooler than I thought, and the souls there are just as lovely and welcoming as the people that currently own it. So it is a great thing that we waited so long to do this because I did not expect having free range of a 32-room castle for 14 hours straight. It was a big place. It was huge. And the fact the fact that the owners are so lovely and we're like, okay, we're gonna lock you in here. There's two fireplaces going, and if one of them goes out, here's a Duraflame log so that you can try your luck again. We use both of them. (laughs) Well We're not Boy Scouts. But we also uh, left for several hours and then was like, oh no, it's out. mm -hmm. Whoops. (laughs) The souls there one hundred percent kept us warm by helping us start those fires again, but that's not the important part of this thing. The important part of this thing is that it was absolutely astronomically cool and not at all what I thought it was gonna be. At all. It's super cool. It's a thirty-two room, full well, almost fully furnished castle. Every single room has twelve foot ceilings. Every doorway, like from one room to the next is like a foot in diameter like like thickness oh you know the door itself yeah like only a foot that's all you get getting into the doorway i was like two feet (laughs) i'm looking at your doorway down here in the basement and that's like 10 inches these were like two feet doorways that's a thick thick ass walls you know what i'm saying jesus she thick with two c's there was a beautiful veranda for veranda and a giant, beautiful old English swing that was swing. Swing. <laughs> Insert uh, what is it? Austin Powers swing. Yeah, baby. Anyways, um, that we got to sit on, which was super cool, and a lot of awesome, awesome stuff. So, what were your first? Well, the story of the place was there were four families. I think you said there were four families that lived there. Yes, and I only learned about three of them. But they mostly talked about the people that built the place, which were the Johnsons. So there were John Johnson and his wife, Sarah Johnson. And supposedly, they don't know a lot about them because it was a long time ago. She was a lady of England. But yeah, she was a very well-off woman. So this man, John Johnson, essentially married her for her money so that... They could create this castle and used the funds of her family in order to do so. So when they were living here, they hired a whole bunch of people and all of the like expenses of the house were paid for by her family until they finally cut the doctor, Johnson, John Johnson, off to which he then left and... Sarah then was moved back to England with her family. Yes, it is alleged that supposedly Dr. Johnson was not a doctor of high standings. He was a snake oil salesman of the time, which tracks. I mean, it was was a normal nine to five back then. Was it 
But was he the butler guy I thought I was seeing? Yes, because he Multiple kept telling times. me. Yes, you literally kept calling him a butler the whole time. He looks like a butler. He's in a very, very fancy tuxedo type thing. And he just like walks around with his nose in the air and his arms behind his back. Yes. Like looking down at me. So and I if, thought he was a butler. If his alleged terribleness was true, then I'm sure it's the universe just getting back at him in a very hilarious way. Yeah. Every time, every time I saw him, I was like, I feel like he's a butler. And he's like, nope. I'm not a butler. High society. High society. Yeah. You said that he, he rides in the back of the carriage. Yeah. That's what he said when we were thinking about what we were going to see on the way there <laughs> in the I car. The same thing. Yeah. It was really funny. But yeah, this place is really interesting. The more active rooms of the house would be a the third floor the third floor is they think they mentioned it being the second most active and then the second floor was the most active where sarah's room was the most most active room in the house and what it smelled like ladybugs (laughs) i don't know i still feel like liv's talking about those ladybugs that look like ladybugs because they are an invasive species that have weird smells and someone else said the same thing to you. I know, but ladybug ladybugs also smell like ladybugs. I don't know. And when we were in the colonel's room, he had ladybugs. me squish one of the ladybugs on accident. I didn't do it on purpose. Disgusting. And it, I know the ones that you're talking about are like orange and black. I mean, I don't know what they look like. I just watched a video on TikTok <laughs> like two days prior to going to this castle. So, Ladybugs get rid of aphids. So if you have aphids that are eating your oak trees, get some ladybugs. Get some ladybugs. Get so, I hate ladybugs. Get yourself some. I loved ladybugs as a child. I used to try to have staring contests with them. With ladybugs? Yeah, I was. How are you having staring contests? You can't see their eyes. You can see their eyes. They're the big black things on the front of their head. But do, do they close their eyes? No, I always lost. <laughs> I was like, I still don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's funny because I was a dumb child. <laughs> I also just thought it was funny to try and be like, I'm going to make you blink. Never worked. Anyways, Sarah's room, the most active room in the house. So when we went in there during the tour, the... Wait, you want to tell me? You I want to... Let me tell them about the rest of the history. Okay. Okay. just didn't start talking, so I was like, okay, next thing. I got excited about ladybugs. <laughs> when I was little, I went to kindergarten, and my mom get, made me this little bag where she took sponge thingies and sponge painted a bag for me with ladybugs on it and wrote my name on it. My theme okay. as a child was What's ladybugs. What's the rest of the history of <laughs> So the Johnsons built the house in the 1880s. I want to say it was like 1886 when they moved in, somewhere around then. And they, I think they started construction in 1882 because that's what they're telling me in my head. I could be wrong. We'll see. So the Johnsons moved in. And when Sarah Johnson's or Lady Johnson, her family found out that quote unquote Dr. Johnson was of not upstanding citizen quality they were like we don't like him anymore and he was like no and they basically cut him off and was like you have to make money now doing something that's actually like cool and he was like no uh and then just left you know like when a kid gets upset and they're wearing a cape that's how I kind of think about it it's like you okay. can't tell me what to do and then he just left and then Sarah's like well, God damn. And uh, she was in the house for a little bit by herself. And her husband just left her. And like any good family of the time should have done, her brothers came down from like Boston or Connecticut. 
and took her back to live with her. And then eventually she answers this in our flashlight session, I think, during the Patreon live stream at 3 a.m. that you can watch on YouTube, that she ended up going back to England after her brothers took her to live with her grandmother, which is super cute because most of the times when someone during that era lost their husband, either because they left them because they got shitty about their attitude or just died, you went as a lady to an asylum to live out the rest of your days with like not super cool living conditions and your children. So the fact that her family was like, at least we'll take care of you, that's nice. Then there was another family that bought it after she moved out because she was like, screw this. I don't want to be here anymore. It makes me sad for lots of reasons. Someone else bought it. And then after that person, that's the mystery family we don't know, the Cummins family bought it. And as far as I can understand from listening to Mr. Cummins, who was the man of the house, I think they... As a soul. As a soul. He told me that they worked a lot in the railroad industry and business. So that sort of like commerce and trading field. Then after the Cummins, the Great Depression hit and they lost the house because of it. And the people who the castle is named after now is the Wilsons. So Colonel Herbert Lee Wilson is the man that bought the house, I think like at auction, uh, for $12,000 in 1938. And since then, that's the family that has owned the house. Now it has been passed down through the generations to Colonel Wilson's granddaughter, Denise. And Denise is now running the mansion where she used to visit as a child in the summers to play and hang out with her grandparents as a place for like paranormal investigations and tours about the history of the place that you would like or history the of the Wilson Castle. Yes. The place that you would like. I have just, I blanked and that's what came out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, I'll put a link in the description below if you want to check out their website and learn more about the Wilson Castle and maybe book a trip there or an investigation. And it's a really good place. 10 out of 10 recommend. Denise is very lovely. And we wanted to start the investigation off how we usually do, keeping one of us in the dark while the other one goes on the fun ghost tour and gets to learn everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I always pick the small straw, which is fine. No, and- I picked it. I was tasked with going into each room by myself, one by one, and just listening to the the, the You mean rooms. with me? No, it was supposed to be just me. Yeah, but uh, somehow she got out of that. Well, what happened was when Emily went on the ghost tour with everybody else, I sat in the kitchen and tried to set up my camera that I bought and, you know, introduce myself to the video people. And then Denise, the owner of the castle, came in and was like... So I heard you're a medium. And I was like, oh no, you heard correctly. I'm trapped. And it was actually a really good time. We I ended up giving her a reading and not only about the house, but also her specifically, which is not recorded, but the other portions are that might be in our Patreon exclusive video if you're interested in that. And uh, then M came over when she was done with the tour and she's like, how did your, your castle tour by yourself go? And I was like, it did not. So then we ended up going through each room by ourselves, and that took us to Sarah's room. Well, we should talk about the gallery first. In the gallery! That's what I've decided. Okay. Since you interrupted me. With filling in the rest of the stuff you forgot? Which, uh, telling the story over. (laughs) So, we first started, well, okay, we didn't first start, but this is how it goes in the video. John Johnson had an art gallery with all of his, like, fun arts and details things 
And when he finally left, Sarah decided to give away all of his artwork to the, I don't know, the people that worked there. So that's where we started. We started in the art gallery. And when I say we started, we didn't start in the art gallery, but that's what it's how it is in the, in the video. Gotta give you the, like, the build up to the most active room. You know what I'm saying? The video. So when we were in here, we did a... I don't know. We did a flashlight session. We had three flashlights on the couch, and then we had a music box back behind us in the music room. So we sat down, and immediately the REM pod that was also in front of us started going off. Liv thought that it was possibly a boy, because when I was like, could you turn that off? Immediately it turns off. And then while we were sitting there setting things up, Liv was like, is there a lady in the music room? And I was like, could you possibly make that music box go off? It goes off immediately and Liv poops her pants because apparently she's afraid of the music box. Well, since the Twin City, I am. Why? It wasn't we... a dark thing. You saw what was happening. Well, yeah, but it yeah. still scares me. It's called PTSD. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. At the Twin City Opera House, if you guys are just listening for the first time, when we went there, the music box started going cattywampus because there was three dark entities that were making it do an Irish jig and I was not about it. Well, now it does it all the time, so... Yeah, they broke it. I mean, this one wasn't supposed to go that fast in the first place, so... Yeah, they broke it. Well, it's not haunted anymore. It's just broke cheap. Yeah, <laughs> and when people have a traumatic experience, just because they hear a bag rustle, I'm going to start literally doing a hit the floor. That's but it wasn't that bad. the music box. At the Twin City? Yeah. Yes, it was. It was not. It was. There were three dark men standing around us, uh -huh. and the children are like, they're here, no evil, see no evil, and speak no evil. Yeah, but nothing really happened. That's terrifying for me. I don't watch scary movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ghost very investigation's gonna be sensitive. very hard for you. Very sensitive. Yeah, that's, we already talked about this. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. So anyways, I saw a woman walking behind us and Em's like, if there's a woman walking behind us, can you walk in front of the music box? I just want to make sure it works. It works. It's still kind broken. Of. It got stuck. It did. And she and was, like, was like, oh. Everyone, everyone started freaking out. And I was like, no, it's stuck now because it hates its life. We just need to buy a more expensive music box or make one ourselves. It wouldn't be that hard to make. I just need a music box, a raspberry pie, and some wires. You know? Raspberry pie and like a pie? No. It's like a, I don't know, a little board that tells things to do things. Holds cold. I don't know what you would call it other than a raspberry pie because that's what it's called. A circuit board? Yeah, sure. I think if we do that, we need to have it play the introduction to that Godsmack song. I can't do it very well. I don't think we're going to find a music box that does that. I'll do it. We'll record it. <laughs> Again, don't know how we're going to make a music box do this. <laughs> Same problem. No, we'll just rewire the circuitry so that when it gets jumped off of the motion sensor detecting, it'll just turn on the circuit for it to play me doing that. Yeah. How are we going to make the music box coil thing? It'll be easy. Uh-huh. I have a soldering iron. God. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anyways. Electronics. We started asking the soul's questions about sarah and about the colonel right about mr wilson yeah because he protected my ass that whole time <laughs> yeah she was scared the she's whole like, time there's someone following me i was like isn't it the same dude and she's like i don't know 
She was scared the whole time, which is interesting because I literally could just stay in that castle alone. It was not scary at all. The dude that died on the stairs was goading me. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy that on the second floor had a heart attack and fell in front of, was it Denise? Yeah. So he is usually a soul that comes around and like, he's very playful and funny and he was literally making fun of Liv. It's like, you're a little baby. Because Liv had to walk around alone and she was scared. I was like, all of the lights are on and this castle is literally like a fairy tale come true. But it's fine because Mr. Colonel Wilson kept me feeling not horrible the whole time. But during that session, we talked about the portal because they suspect- In the gallery? In Yeah, in the gallery. When in we were doing gallery? that session, we were talking about the portal that is not in the gallery, but is in Sarah's room. People think that there is a portal that is in the closet of Sarah's room. However, when we were on the tour and I walked into that room and they told me that, I was like, that seems like a weird place for a portal. So we asked the souls that were talking to us in the art gallery, is there a portal in here? And A, they said yes. And then B, we were like, where is it? So Anthony eventually was like, is it on the third floor? And immediately the flashlight goes on. So we start asking the colonel questions because the colonel is talking about how he doesn't want people to go up on the third floor because of what it actually is for. So during the session, we figured out that this third floor is almost like on a different plane of existence. And Liv and I both see it as this golden blue plane where there's a whole bunch of children laughing and happiness and all of these like beautiful things up there. And when we were on the tour, one of the things that the tour guide Andy said was that a lot of times people see children up here. And the third floor, what we had figured out from this session was it's kind of like a school or an orphanage that Sarah brings these children to because she was um, she was trying to help find these lost souls, help make them seen. That's why there's a portal. There's a portal in the like opening to the third floor. It's a little bit rounded on the top and it's super cute. But that's what we were talking about in our first investigation thing in the art gallery yeah the portal's cool it's not in the closet like em said and it's interesting because there's like certain things that people talk about about the building itself and one of those things is that they say that colonel wilson didn't want people on the third floor like em said and we figured out it's because sarah is that sort of beacon of light spiritual orphan is for children on there so when em and i walk up there it's wild it's kind of like the newland house where there's two separate existences that existences that you're seeing the physical one that you're in and then the one that's spiritually around you and then another layer that's like weird paranormal stuff that people experience normally when they go up there to do investigations right yeah, because when we went up there, we heard a lot of people talking physically behind us. And it wasn't just like Liv and I. It was the people that we brought there who claimed to not be mediums were hearing people talking. And we caught it in the video itself. The, the camera caught the audio, not an EVP recorded. The camera caught the audio of people talking in the background. It was crazy. But it was cool during the gallery session because 
we got to clarify that it's not that he didn't want people up there because of like weird spooky things because I feel like that's what's implied when people say the colonel didn't want people up there because he didn't like the paranormal aspects of things so he's like trying to hide the scary things that go on up there but literally he clarifies in the video that it's not that there's weird things up there that he didn't want people to see or is like keeping things a secret it's the fact that when they opened the castle up for tours it was for historical learning like educational purposes and since his passing it's been turned into paranormal ones and he's like that's not what it's for so during normal tours when he was still alive and it was for historical purposes the third floor didn't have any history in his eyes about anything because it was pretty much bare so he's like that doesn't have anything to do with me or anyone else so just stay on the main floors where people can actually learn things so when he found out people were going up on the third floor he was like there's no reason for them to go up there and they're like what is it are you hiding something and he's like no (laughs) but he also was possibly being slightly spiritually manipulated like i think em said by sarah to keep people off of there because when people go up there with the spoopy intentions of he's hiding something or whatever it's gonna attract negative things and she's doing like god's work up there so Well, what Liv is talking about is when we did the session in the art gallery, she asked the colonel about why he didn't want people to be up there. And she asked if Sarah was, when he was alive, manipulating him to not want to let people go up there. Because we asked, do you want us to, like, not investigate in the third floor? And they told us not to investigate on the third floor. So we respected that and didn't do any investigation up there. But... We have other, like, very sensitive people on our team. <laughs> so, Russell, Sprout. <laughs> Russell was explaining to us that we probably shouldn't go on the third floor because there is this thing that he perceives as a crawler, which is interesting because I talked to Liv about it, and Liv was like, I'm pretty sure that this colonel, as a soul, is kind of manifesting this crawler thing to kind of scare people out of the upstairs oh the crawlers i forgot about that yeah that's something we talked about post investigation because there's some things that we learned about after um recording that we aren't weren't supposed to know when we were recording because it could mess with things so like people that are still alive but that's not really one of them i don't think yeah, I just don't think you knew about it because Russell was telling me about it. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what he was talking about, but I see them in a very different fashion. He sees them like spiders and I see them like clouds. But Denise told you the story of why she wasn't allowed in the basement and her... He's her grandfather? Mm-hmm. Her grandfather, this uh, colonel guy, was basically like, there are these frog monsters you shouldn't be going down in the basement because there are these uh, yucky frog monster things that are going to come and get you so he used that to explain to me that these crawler things are similar to kind of that story it's like a manifestation of these i don't know they show me like dark clouds that are around the third floor it's almost like the bottom of the cloud is dark and gray and the top of the cloud is white to kind of hide it in plain sight Yeah, it reflects whatever scary thing you want 
to manifest in front of you, which is why a lot of people that are paranormal investigators, they go on the third floor, they get a lot of activity because the crawlers or those clouds that you see are his extension of keeping people out. They're the things that... It's the wall that separates us from that place of existence. Yeah. Yeah. So when they were up there, they weren't like they weren't talking necessarily to the things on the other side of the clouds. Correct. They were just getting things that they wanted to to come out. Yeah. Manifesting their own reality with the things that the colonel used, the crawler cloud stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. And also, Russell, if you're listening to this, I don't know that I told you that. <laughs> yeah, she brought so, it up to me surprise. in the car. Well, I, I find it funny because she says the crawlers that Russell saw and I was like what so then the colonel came forward and showed me what you see as like the silly spiders that you have on like Halloween kind of like they're fuzzy and crinkly and whatnot and then M showed me clouds but it's interesting because when we go on the third floor the entire existence in which like the orphanage is kind of it's just what I want to call it like Sarah's orphanage exists is blue and golden and white clouds So I think it's cool that you see it as clouds, dark on one side and then light on the other, because that really is like the separation of when we're in plain sight, when we're up there, the physical place where we are, the spiritual things of like people talking to us and then where she is. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Em got a name. I also got a name. Oh, are we talking about Elliot now? Yeah. And John and Elma and Matthew. Do we want to talk about the colonel's room? Yeah, go for it. Okay, we're going to talk about the colonel's room. This is this is the spot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, on the tour, there were, there were multiple places where I knew what the room looked like before walking into there, which um, doesn't usually happen to me. <laughs> so, it was alarming. And one of those rooms was the colonel's room. It was also the formal dining room. I saw Sarah with a, a cup of tea, drinking tea at this very fancy table in this very fancy chair in the formal dining room but the second place was the colonel's room and the colonel's room is like the bigger master it's john johnson's room because john and sarah had separate bedrooms which was like common back then so in john's room there was this bed that i explained to you was on the left side of the room and this is exactly from my daydream of this woman carrying this baby across this room who was very happy and then very sad. So when we walked in there, A, I walked around without Liv with uh, the night vision camera and Russell and Janelle. And when I walked in there, I saw this man there, which I presume was the colonel dude. And then later on, Liv was like, let's do stuff in the colonel's room. And the same guy was there. However, this time he like pulled out a chair Mm because there was like a full set of table and chairs there. And we sat down at the table with him. We set up some flashlights. 
and started trying to talk to him. However, he only answers when we ask the right questions. Well, no, it's hilarious. Picture it. Picture it. (laughs) You got to put your golden girl voice on for it. Picture it. You walk into the room, super awesome, really big and grand, has a really awesome radio in the corner, giant windows that are in the back wall and then that like face the front of the house and a fireplace. And then to the right hand corner, there's a circular room where like the tower pillar type thing is where he pulled out a chair and we ended up doing the EVP session. And he thought it was funny because if you guys know, M makes her cricket noise. Do you want to do it or you're not going to do it? Can't do it on command. Anyways, you've probably heard it in podcasts. She makes a cricket noise. It's a stimming thing she does, and I love it. It's endearing. And it's hilarious because the entire time we were at this place, there was no bugs in there except for the smell of ladybugs and the one ladybug that he had me crush. But instead of using our EVP equipment when this all first started, trying to do communication with him so that even though we're mediums, y'all on the internet can see it too, he was goading Emily and using the cricket in the corner of the room that magically appeared to answer our questions which was annoying it was great was annoying and it wasn't until and i i did i was like can you i like you you seem kind of okay and not scary can you make sure that weird stuff doesn't happen tonight and he was like sure <laughs> so when we were in the room and he was goading emily and being sarcastic and answering in cricket creaks a car pulled down the driveway while we were in this pillar tower thingy and it was like 1 a.m <laughs> Or and 1230. we all started pooping each other's pants because we're like, crap. Who was that? Someone's going to come in here. Did we lock the doors? Are we really locked in? Is someone going to come in and try to do investigations? And we're all going to have to scatter like cockroaches and be like, I'm a coat hanger. You don't see me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sir, Colonel, you said that you were going to protect us during this investigation because I am a scaredy pants. I don't believe you now. And I said, are you going to make this person go away? Is everything going to be okay? Please, like, let us know. And the flashlight and turned on. that was on. the first time the flashlight turned on. Yeah, it was great. Funny. Take it away, Em. Take it away? Yeah, explain the rest of it. I was pooping your pants. <laughs> well, I mean, I realized. We were like, turn off the lights. No one can see us. Well, they left because I, I have no idea. We have no idea who that was. They thought maybe it was a maintenance guy, but also it was 12.30 a.m. So, And I don't think a professional grown man that's a maintenance worker has a spoiler on the back of their car and yeah. purple lights under it as well. And the gate was closed, so they had to open the gate and get out of their car and get back in the car. So, you know, you know, you know. But he left and everything was fine. But he wouldn't, the colonel wouldn't answer questions about who it was because he was like, don't worry about it taken care of i was just like are they gonna go away flashlight turned on i'm like are you sure they're gonna go away are you gonna make sure we're safe flashlight turns off i'm like i don't believe you are you gonna keep us safe flashlight turns back on (laughs) i was like okay are they gonna leave flashlight turns off and did they leave yes then we had a really awesome spirit box session with him yeah we brought out the spirit box and we just played it we didn't do the ss method and it's because one of the triggers for this man this colonel man is radio and communication so radio waves um morse code that type of thing so you're like you know what has radio waves a spirit box (laughs) so we brought a spirit box out and he started using the spirit box to talk to us and this this is not in the video this is all in the patreon exclusive (laughs) video so if you want to see all of that 
better become a patron. <laughs> but we started asking him questions about our business. <laughs> Is there a tier for Patreon exclusive videos? Yeah, it's a cloud plane tier or higher. Okay. So, and when M says trigger, she doesn't mean like a negative trigger because for whatever reason. I thought reason, it was a negative trigger when the, um, the, uh, tr- the tour guide told us as well. It's more like a buzzword because. It's just something that gets them talking. After the colonel bought the estate um, in 1938, he had served in World War II as a colonel and his passion was in radio telecommunication. He actually worked with it's robert marconi but mr marconi the people that made radios and like stuff like that that's who he worked with to you know put telecommunication everywhere and radio stuff he even had his own radio station like house area uh on the premises of the property so he really likes radios so what better way like em said than the spirit box he had a lot of fun yeah so i was like do you like that we do youtube flashlight turns on <laughs> i was like did you know we have a podcast which is like a radio but instead of using radio frequencies kind of it uses the internet and he was like oh god it's can so you, cool it's like can you give us tips on that because we don't know what the heck we're doing uh-huh and he like sat back farther in his chair and he's like can i <laughs> <laughs> so yeah one of the questions that i asked him specifically that was important that he answered was we're starting to do streaming if you don't know what that is go on to youtube hopefully we're gonna stream on youtube or we plan to stream on thursdays and we did our our streaming launch party at the wilson castle that was the first live stream that we did and i asked him is it a good idea for me to do live streams like playing spoopy video games on our youtube channel because it's very different than any of the content that i've ever created for youtube and he was like Yes, but this time we had two flashlights. There was a flashlight on the bed that was further away from us, and then there was a flashlight on the table that was sitting in front of me. That light turned on mm-hmm. because that answer was for me. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting at the table with us. Yeah, he was sitting in front of me. It was really cool. And then halfway, like intermittently throughout the investigation in this room, there was a little boy that kept peeking around the corner of the door. Yeah, I uh, was perceiving this like shorter person physically peering around the door and i was like you guys see that that guy over there and liv was like oh yeah and i was like he's got brown hair he looks like he's like 16 15 14 really bad at ages really bad at ages (laughs) just older than preteen younger than 20s Mm -hmm. and uh you got a name didn't you yeah well we were trying to invite him into the room and he was like i can't go in there i'm not allowed that's like where the big adults go that's like the man of the house's room i'm not allowed in there who he is who the guy the guy we're talking about the boy boy yeah yeah he told me that his name was matthew and the way that he told me his name was matthew is he said my mom named me matthew after matthew 11 15 which I don't know religious things and I guess it's a bible verse and Em and I looked it up in the car and it's interesting it's interesting because what it says in there is Jesus Christ basically was the person that would go and help all of the people that they like society looked down upon like all of the uh like the drunkards or the people with leprosy he went down there and helped them and what matthew was trying to explain to us with what we were doing because obviously they're like very christian if they're giving us like bible verses of things 
And they're like, you guys are cool because you are trying to do the same thing. You're trying to give people a story because a lot of people that have these ghost investigation teams on the internet are basically like, this is scary. Everything about this is paranormal. Like you literally have someone say, there's a man in your house that's a spirit. And immediately people will be like, how do we get them to go away? That's scary. But they're literally just someone that lived there. Like they're just a person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They are dehumanize them. Yeah. We are revealing that these souls that people are afraid of, these ghosts, they're not scary. They're people too. And that's what this verse is talking about is Jesus Christ revealed that these people that are looked down upon in society are actually people. They are worthy of love. They are worthy of seeing their story, their side of things. And we did the same. We were doing the same thing with this video. It's very different than anything that's on YouTube. So with that being said, we went to Sarah's room to try and share her story of what happened. And it ended up being lovely and wonderful because I think a lot of the point that people might miss about mediumship is that we are there to give people peace and clarity and make them feel better and bring love and light to certain scenarios and situations for them. However, as mediums, so many souls that we talk to do the same thing for us through our readings. And that's what M got to have an experience with, was having a soul make her feel peace and clarity and love and light regarding a situation in her life. Yeah, so in the video, I cry. <laughs> it was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> so mushy. <laughs> you I wish we had it. a button that went, aw. Gross. <laughs> like the Cindy Mini Monster. <sighs> well, I knew I was going to cry. I was going to say in the intro, this is going to be the place where I cry, you guys. Here's your trigger warning. But this is the reason M felt like she had to go to this castle for such a long time, because her gift was talking to Sarah. Yeah. So I have a lot of trauma with losing children based upon the things that like happened in my life now. But I also feel like in a past life, I was like taken, kidnapped and also lost a child in my past life because I have this like irrational fear of losing a child and it is uh, influenced how I want to live my life now. Do I want to have a kid? Do I not want to have a kid? all really really big topics and going to this place where this person lost a child she had this overwhelming understanding of what it was like and she was explaining to me well a first off I look over at Liv because she's like talking about Sarah's story and I was like um do you see this little child (laughs) next to me because I was expecting Sarah this adult woman to stand next to me because she was standing next to me during the tour (laughs) However, there's this little girl with, like, pink bows in her hair, and she looks like she's, like, six years old. Who is that? And Liv was like, um, do you think that is little Sarah, like Sarah when she was young? Because this house does weird thing with ages. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to let you do what you needed to because the reading and everything was for you. It was your moment. So I was like, I'm just going to sit back and talk when I needs to think about other things. Gross. What was she telling you things? I was just scratching the surface of things while you were listening to the little Sarah that was talking to you. 
What do you mean scratching the surface of things? It co covering space, silence, so that it made the video okay. Oh, so she wasn't talking to you too? She was, but I was listening to it from her older self while you were listening to it from her younger self. Interesting. And that's why she was giving me more of the filler information because that reading was for you. Gross. I was just giving things to <laughs> fill the space while you were having your moment. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. You make me feel more uncomfortable about it. <laughs> I'm explaining to you how I tried to make you feel comfortable and it's making you feel uncomfortable. Makes sense. Yeah. You have to ignore the fact that I cried on the internet. <laughs> I've cried on the internet thousands of times. I know. I got to have be this thousands. buff exterior, you know what I'm saying? And then I made a <laughs> Randy Savage joke at the end of it. It was fine. Anyways, what she was telling me... The reason why she came as a child is because she knew that it would affect me differently than if she would to come as an adult because she was explaining to me that she had a very similar childhood to me because she was perceived as being well off which made it seem like she wasn't allowed to have these specific emotions because when you are seen as privileged people are like you should just get over it because like you're in a good place like your childhood doesn't look like it's bad, all of these things. And I'm not saying like my childhood was bad or by any means, but it was very much like I felt like I couldn't have emotions about things because other people would tell me that I don't know how good I have it or things like that. So she was explaining to me that she was very much unseen as a child because of the situations that she was put in. And I felt very unseen as a child as well. And again, this is not like a, a sigh to anyone in particular. It's just how my existence went. So when she was explaining that to me, it was like she was explaining that it was worth it to have children because, like I said earlier, I'm very much traumatized by losing children that I'm like it can't happen to me if it happens to me I'm just not going to be a person anymore and Sarah lost children I yeah. don't know if we talked about that yet oh we didn't talk about it I don't think so so I didn't realize that we didn't talk about it yet because I did mention it in the beginning with my, my peculiar daydream however Sarah Sarah had two boys and they just figured out that they had children like a few years ago when I say they like the the current owners just figured out that they had children because they know very little about the Johnsons. And Sarah had a... We don't know what order it is because Liv and I are very confused by that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they had two children. One's name was Elliot and that was their surviving son. And he lived to be very old. And then they had a another baby, which I was describing earlier who passed when they were about six months old from spinal meningitis. So that was what I was talking about with this weird daydream. And that's why I felt like it was the reason why I needed to come here because she needed to physically explain what it's like and give me this understanding of losing this child because she went through the same thing. She has this understanding of like, I lost this child and it was too much and overwhelming but I can tell you from experience that it is worth having a child not because of you not because of them but because since you were unseen as a child 
you are going to put all of your time and energy in making this child that you will have seen. So it's worth it, even if something goes wrong, to have a child, even if it causes like pain and suffering and heartbreak for you, because the outcome of having that child and making them seen that experience for me and this child is going to be overwhelmingly healing for both sides. Does that make sense? It's going to be more beautiful than any heartache that could possibly happen. Yeah, so she was explaining that it's worth it having a kid, even if you lose one in the process. What? I'm just waiting to see what you have else to say. That's what I got. (laughs) It was a really good experience. If you guys want to watch the video, it's on YouTube now. And if you are interested in watching the Patreon exclusive, Patreon Patreon? exclusive, Uh you got to join Patreon for cloud tier or higher. We didn't talk about Elliot. We didn't talk about Elliot's room. (laughs) Go for it. I wasn't there. I went to, I was, they wanted to split up and I was like, I'm not doing that. That's scary. So. Yeah, she was supposed to split up at the beginning, you know. Well, we went onto the third floor at the beginning without realizing how important it was not to go up there. So once we got confirmation that we probably shouldn't continue to go up there because we went up there twice while we were in the gallery we didn't do it again so they wanted to go on the second floor and split up into the the ballsy group which is janelle brussels sprout and emily they live separated us well yeah because anthony's also a scaredy cat anthony wanted to go off and do stuff alone he could have left me in the kitchen (laughs) i don't care if he goes out there he can be spooked by the children and the man that made fun of me and told me i was a baby so I was happily content in the kitchen talking to the children that came down from the third floor to share things about themselves and Elma, the nursemaid, and I who were in in there stoking the fire. Yeah, so me, Russell, and Janelle went up to Elliot's room and Elliot is Sarah's child. Survived? The one that survived? Yeah, her, her surviving child. So in Elliot's room, we had the flashlight set up and we had the uh, music box set up, and then we also had a, like, we did a spirit box, this method thing. And thing? Emphasis thing. on thing? Yeah. We started doing these, the flashlight thing, and I start seeing the boy that I was seeing on the tour, because when we were on the tour and we went in that room, the tour guy was talking about this, like, eight to a to 11 year old boy and i was like oh you look like an eight to 11 year old boy however your hair is light colored and when we were in the art gallery i was like do you know what elliot looks like and Liv was like oh yeah does he have dark hair and immediately i started shooting my pants because i was like oh fuck you you're, you're trying to tell me that elliot that this boy i was seeing earlier is not elliot so during our flashlight session one of the first questions I ask is, Are, is there a blonde boy that's here? Because the boy that I was seeing during the tour had light colored hair. And immediately the flashlight turns on and I'm like, oh, are you Elliot? And he responds with, no, I am not Elliot because I knew the answer to that. But I was asking because I was like, no one said anything about a third child being in here. So we figure out that there's this third child that Sarah brought into this house that was supposedly a Johnson and his name 
was Jonathan or John because they showed me that he was a junior because he was the oldest. He was the firstborn. And John Johnson would have his first child be named after him, which would be Jonathan, which I never get names, which is crazy. But I asked him, is your name Jonathan? And the lights turned on. And while we were doing this, uh, this session, <laughs> we had two flashlights. We had one in front of us that was primarily what John was using, this Jonathan boy. And all of a sudden, the second flashlight starts going off and I start seeing the little boy with dark hair that Liv was talking about earlier that I was like, oh God, you are Elliot. Who are you? <laughs> you are Elliot. <laughs> An imposter. Which one of you flatfoots is Elliot? Uh, And the second flashlight turns on again. And I was like, oh my God, there's two of them here. That's Elliot. That's Jonathan. There, there's two of them. And I was like, are you Sarah's, Sarah's kids? And they were like, yeah, we're Sarah's kids. And I was like, but, but they don't know about you, do they? Because they didn't tell me about you. And you're not the like Leslie dude that was like the one that passed, that passed early. And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Jonathan also has blonde hair and as far as we can understand as mediums, both John Johnson, Dr. Johnson, and Sarah Johnson had dark hair. So the fact that Jonathan, who's older than Elliot, now has blonde hair and says that he's also a Johnson and that he was the firstborn was highly confusing. And I was like, I'm not here to invalidate you, Em, but also I have no idea what you're talking about because that doesn't track with anything that my egotistical brain understands right now. And Which it wasn't- she does to me a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Everything's wrong. You're you're right. I got it. Happens a lot. And it wasn't until after we left that we were able to understand that because Em goes into this blue room, right? The teal room? The teal room. Okay. And everybody there speculates that there is like a mistress in the house. Mm-hmm. A mistress of sorts. And that's why this random room was connected to the man of the house's room. And Sarah's room was on the other hallway, side of the hallway. So it's weird, you know? And M kept perceiving this, like, what did you call her? Cheeky lady. Aw, cheeky lady. Yeah, because on the tour, when we went in there, the Andy was like, what do you presume this room to be? And they be? all and get I was a like, cheeky I don't grin. know what you're talking about, but there's this lady here that's different than everyone else in the house that's very serious. She's not very serious. So I'm going to call her cheeky. What's up? And they're like, it was scandal. Scandalous. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So when we were there, I literally did not perceive any of these things nor did i perceive the older boy named jonathan who also said he was a johnson until we were leaving and the only thing we can tell you is that we hypothesize spiritually through the evidence given to us by our head movies (laughs) that jonathan johnson was indeed a johnson however by the elusive alleged mistress dun dun Hmm. And that's all we can tell you. So, so put um, that feather in your cap and call it macaroni. That teal room. Yes. Was it the mistress room or was it like Jonathan's room? I asked you that before, but I don't know that you answered me. I don't know if you know. I always felt like it was a play. When I was there, I felt like it was a playroom for children. Yeah. Like, was it Jonathan's room? Because one of the questions I asked them when we were in Elliot's room is like, did you guys share this room? And the answer was no, because I was like, I don't know where you like stayed, my dude, if you were in this house, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not sharing this room, where's your room? So I just, like, figured maybe the teal room was his room. So I don't know. They also had another room that they had marked off that we couldn't go into that was labeled office. Oh, is that where his room was? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) We weren't allowed in that room, so I couldn't tell you if it was a room or not. Or he saved a state in the servants' quarters. I don't feel like he would have. Yeah, I don't think Sarah's like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm I feel not like sure. he was near Elliot because they like caused mischief to kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Russell was talking to him because maybe, maybe Russell's a medium. Don't tell him it's a secret. <laughs> but one of the things I was asking them, asking the little boys, was, "Is Russell a medium?" And they don't answer. I was like, "You can tell me. I won't tell him." as I'm telling people on the internet. <laughs> and I was like, does he have to figure it out for himself? And they're like, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> because Russell was telling us all this information about the two little boys. He's like, I see trains. I think these little boys used to play with trains and they really like the trains that are like in this area because there's a whole bunch of them. And he was also talking about the fact that these little boys like to run up and down the hallways and they would get in trouble with the servants for trying to steal food and making too much noise. <laughs> and making too much noise. And making too much noise. They wanted us to run around, which we didn't because we forgot. <laughs> we did forget. I was mostly concerned about like leaving the lights on or like the fire escaping the fireplace. I was mostly worried about the fire escaping the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Not used to having a fire inside my household. <laughs> yes. Very scary. <laughs> but um, another thing that came up, we did a spirit box session and I was talking to Russell and was like, well, okay, I wasn't talking to Russell. I was talking to the person that was talking to Russell. And he, Russell, started saying, there's someone outside. And I look over and I'm like, oh, I'm seeing this little boy again. And I was like, there is someone outside. Who is that? <laughs> and eventually they told me and they said Matt. They literally had the name Matt. Do you know who Parker is? Because they said Parker too. And I asked if there was someone named Parker, but I got no answer. There was a little girl downstairs with me. Well, I asked them if it was a little girl and I didn't get an answer either because I thought it was a little girl too because I was seeing a little girl. Maybe she melted through the floor and came downstairs because there Maybe. was one with me. Maybe when I was in the in the kitchen. Yeah, because that's kitchen. when that that's when it came up because I was like, "Is there a little girl here?" And then they started saying things about the name Parker. But mm. I don't know, but it's just interesting. What if it was Anthony's daughter trolling him. Can that, <laughs> that happen? Would be hilarious. Yeah, why not? I talk to babies all the time. I know, but he took those flashlights to his house and he talked to his dead relatives in his like apartment house place. Yeah, and it worked. It didn't work in my house. I was also asking my spirit guides, and my spirit guides probably were trolling me. 100%. You got (laughs) trolled by a colonel with a cricket. Anyways. (laughs) Matt came up, and just so happens that, like, a few hours earlier, Liv was talking to the Matt that was peering through the door in the colonel's room. Dun, dun. (laughs) And it was the same boy, same height, same colored hair, same energy. And he kept explaining that when things are not effective for ghost hunters, they try to talk to the children. And I feel like, oh God, he's telling me, I feel like he's the one that comes forward to make sure that the other children don't like feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's he's why the he's the hall monitor. That's why he stays in the hall. That's why he's always <laughs> in the hall making sure that things are okay. Can I see your pass? <laughs> hall monitor. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the last thing that was the scariest thing is when we were doing our YouTube live at 3 a.m. Yeah, we did that stream launch party like like I got like I told you guys earlier. We have figured out that when you do live streams in spoopy places and people start talking about dark things, weird things start happening. And I also want to segue for just a second, a side note, if you will, mm-hmm. that we understand that it was very hard for you guys to see and oh, or hear us. A lot us. of people like complain about that, and I was like trying to fix it, but also like we were filming on an iPad. <laughs> A literal in the dark <laughs> iPad. So if you guys, we understand that. We hear your disgustedness with the quality of video. We're going to do another live stream somewhere? Well, yeah, of course. Oh, but we are, yeah. We have a Patreon goal. Scared. Patreon goal for what? If we reach 700 patrons, we're going to be able to buy better audio and video equipment so that you guys will be able well, to see us in the dark during live streams. So that Live streams are harder because I'm not going to like pick up and carry my computer from place to place that's why we were doing it on an ipad i know (laughs) but if we can get a night vision camera that's really nice that would involve a computer and we can use the ipad will it connect to an ipad yeah i'm sure there's a way to connect the what is it night vision camera to the ipad kind of like if you guys know how to do that let us know because i don't (laughs) well we need to get to 700 patrons so if you guys would like to help us get to 700 patrons so that we can buy better audio and recording nighttime visual equipment well i need to help us i need a camera first you guys before we get a night vision camera i need an actual camera (laughs) just say but that's you, what that goal is for. I need an, a camera that's better in low light that isn't a night vision camera. It's going to be better in, in light. That's what I'm saying. So if you guys want to help us, we got to get to 700 Patreons. We're at like 317 the last time I looked. So we also will go to the Conjuring House if we get 2,000. So that should just be your goal in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and if we have 2,000, we're going to have really good audio equipment do you, do you and ever, video equipment. Do you ever think about that and think that we're going to go before 2,000? No, unless Sam and Colby take us. Honestly, I think the haunted side might take us. I would love to go any anywhere that's spoopy <laughs> with Patrick and wear Jigglypuff t-shirts together. I hope he listens to this. He probably hasn't listened to the last like <laughs> heartfelt montage of crap that came out of my mouth when we talked to him in another podcast like four podcasts ago. Well, because you, you want me to tell you about my weird sus daydreams? That's one of them. We go to the Conjuring house early, and it's the only reason we do it is because the haunted side takes us. And he has fabulous audio equipment and video equipment. Yeah, he's got some nice equipment. 100%. He goes through it very quickly, which is interesting. Probably because he goes to way more locations than we do. Mm -hmm. We need to go do a collab with him. He keeps asking us. I know. I have to change my name and get my license so that we can fly places. What are you waiting for? I, ju- I just got my marriage paperwork in the mail literally last Friday. Well, I'm excited to do it now. 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 If you guys don't know who the haunted side is, go check out Patrick's stuff and tell him that we sent you. Just troll him. And every time he posts something, go, no, this is Patrick. Because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> and we'll go to the Conjuring house and eat peach and wear um, Jigglypuff t-shirts together that I make with love. Yeah. And maybe we'll like, what is it called? golf a bogey has patrick gone to the conjuring house in a video yet that's something we should ask him probably patrick can you hear us patrick (laughs) 
have you made it this far in the podcast? He's like, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't have time for that. Anyways, he probably doesn't even know we have podcasts. I think we told him. Yeah, I don't know. Are we not friends? Do we need Patrick? To f- what if we make friendship bracelets? Oh, Sorry, you made friends with jiggly- two girls on the internet. <laughs> this is a what you get. A t-shirt. And friendship bracelets? I'm trying to work on merch in November. We'll make a Jigglypuff t-shirt <gasps> for Patrick that we may or may not share with Patreon. <laughs> so another reason to be a patron, exclusive merch. TM, TM, TM. Anyways. TM, TM, TM. Yeah, we're working on that next Monday. <laughs> no, Wednesday. November. November's tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Okay. That's, tomorrow's also Tuesday. Tuesday. So you, you know, it's Tuesday. not Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> So did you guys like our recap of the Wilson Castle? If you did, you should leave us a podcast review or wherever you can leave a review as well as a dad joke, any sort of quote that inspired you, made your ear hole hole tingles while you were listening to this podcast. If you're interested in watching the video, you can head on over to YouTube. There's a link in the description or the show notes, if you will. I don't know why we call them show notes. Because that's what it's called on Red Circle. They're called show notes. There's so a dis- when you go to the whatever, you hit the show note button. And that's what other people say in podcasts. And there's also going to be a link to our Patreon if you want to become a cloud plane tier or higher to watch the exclusive behind the scenes Patreon video of the Wilson Castle. We also have one for the Twin City Opera House, which is hilarious, by the way. Uh, Brussels Sprout is doing our editing for that, which is lovely. And we have a dad joke for you. Are you ready? Because if you leave us a review on Apple Podcast and put a dad joke in there, we're going to read it to you and shout you out because it makes us happy. So we have from Angie.83. She says, best sidekicks. The dad joke at the end is lovely. And what is it? It is. What makes a ghost grumpy? Your mom. Well, she could because she's a medium. So you're not wrong. But you're not right in this answer. What makes a ghost grumpy? Rain. It really dampens their spirits. I don't get it. Oh, God. I'm not (laughs) doing this again. (laughs) Are we doing patrons? Or have we reached enough so that you don't have to do it anymore? No, I think I actually do need to do it. Give me a second. 320. (sighs) There's so many of you and I love you. Once we get to 400, we won't do it anymore. But I also feel like saying that is going to make people not want to be our patrons. You'll get shout out in our videos. I know, but it makes me sad. Just, it will prevent us from talking about names for six minutes in our podcast. On it, it is at six minutes. I'm sorry. Okay, so here we go. Thank you to our patrons, because without you, we would not have been able to go on our ghost investigations that we have gone on so far and would not have cried on the internet. Disgusting. And a lot of other fabulous things. So because of you, we're able to do this, and we thank you. So we have... <gasps> Cindy, Pink Lady, Joanna, Lily, Anthony, Elizani, Trinity, Because Jenna, Kara, Kimberly, Delilah, Judy, AA, Hazuki, Lights at Midnight Podcast, Byron, Elise, Kiana, Brianna, Chloe, Lena, Rob, Jennifer, Metric, Nancy, Christine, Astral Walker. What's up? You're from the haunted side, girl. Speaking of Patrick, this is Patrick. JT, Savannah, Ellie, Crystalline, JD, Sarah, Todd, Kaylee, Eureka, Mia, Isabel, Jeremy, Alex, Emily, Azale, Bethan, Maria, Haley, Adhara, Faith, Alex, Alex, Caitlin, Argelia, Sasuke Magician, Ciara, Lori, Mercedes, Christine, Terry, 
Krista, Sky, Marie, Sheba, Callaway, Elise, Stephanie, Jay, Kiana, Tiger Lily, Chloe, Camilla, Melissa, Natalie, Michelle, Mia, Joshua, Miranda, Veronica, Parker, Jennifer, Brian, Laurel, Little Universe, Shun, Esther, Brianna, Salvador, Hannah, Alexis, Aquarius, Natasha, Tiana, Izzy, Kala, Kat, Sydney, Kate, Ashley, Anna, Paisley, Paula, Sharon, Melissa, Raggle Maggie, Deanna, Tuesday, Sarah, Cole, Mama Lama, Danielle, Susie, Lisa, Charlotte, Logan, Megan, Allie, Leslie, Danielle, Jason, Kyla, Practical Sapphic, Samantha, Jay, Angelina, Emily, Justine, Kathy, Ashley, Veronica, Eureka, Hitrich, Baby Chim Chim, Gibby, TMQ927, Danielle, Lexi, Petra, Sinji, Liam, Jay, Pamela, Elizabeth, Lucas, Jasmine, Emily, Lolo, Coro- Lolo, Cora, Keely, Lacey, Jinter, Ashley, Lanita, Cara, Sandrine, Kiara, Jennifer, Paige, Maggie, Rena, Samantha, Clarissa, Laura, Cherish, Charlie, Ashlyn, Brittany, Miss, Alice, Nelson, Sarah, Ashley, Sarah, Angie, Julie, Colleen, Synth, Sherry, Hannah, Ryan, Amy, Raquel, Tasha, V, Fanny, JCLO, Leslie, Shelly, Grisha, Jay, Donnelly, Jasmine, Julie, Brittany, Paige, Marin, Christina, Christopher, Sarah, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Amber, Sandy told me how to say your name. Hang on. Give me a second. It's Aztec and it means star and that's really cool and I don't want to mess it up again. Hang on. I'll find it. Thank you, Sandy. You know who you are. Sit Lily. There we go. Sit Lily. Joylin, Paige, Brooklyn, Courtney, Rita, Alana, Abril, Aki, Karina, Sergio, Katya, Asteria, Stephanie, Jade, Gaymeyer, Brooke, Lee, MM, Kayla, Ashley, Dallas, Sarah, Alyssa, Gannon, Veronica, Cynthia, Chris, Emily, Meredith, Jim, Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalie, Tara, Brandy, Hazel, Marcy, Rosera, Megan, Faith, Jessica, Yasi, Glow, Francesca, Amba, Brooke, Ellie, Miana, Maya, Ellie, Maya, Flavende, Leanne, Ocarona, Liliana, Anya, Abby, Kayla, Sarah, April, Ashley, Cassie, Joanne, Charlie, Keisha, Helen, Natalie, Alex, Sarah, Amanda, Tuna, Izzy, Katrin, Super Aru, Alexa, Caitlin, Got Catsy, Shareholder, Sophia, Bria, Katie, Leanne, Bees, Bethany, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Shandy, Riley, Nakia, Otakusama, Riker, Lillianne, Jay, Lucretia, Brianna, Kristen, Kima, Samantha, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Cindy, Kylie, Mev, Trinity, Cass, Anthony, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Jenny, Laurel, Bradley, Uratal, Sandy, thank you for telling me how to say Sitlali's name, Nas, Sherry, Sushi, Nas, I know you told us how to say your name, but it's too fancy for our, our mouths, I'm sorry, Sushi, Cat, Katie, literally forever gonna say that you're Caddies, you're just, I'm a mean girl, I'm sorry, Charles, Holly, Flo, Abby, Malake, Thank you so much to our patrons, because without you, we wouldn't be where we are today, editing six minutes of your name, and I look forward to it every time. Emily looks like she just got done out of a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in I was in one of my weird sus daydreams. That was a lie I was on Instagram. Until next time, we are your meta psychics. Well, I think we had
entirely just glossed over the fact that there was a demon in the door behind us during the live stream that was going, my Oh yeah, baby. I was getting to that. What, how did you distract me? We got on live streams and cameras. Oh yeah. Anyways, if you've made it this far, you deserve to know that the spoopiest part of the entire investigation was during the 3 a.m. live stream where all of you on the internet helped to manifest a scary thing that only Em and I heard clear as day in the hallway like this no, we weird- We got an EVP for sure. I know, but it sounds more like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where in uh, our oh, actual, well, yeah, in our ears, it sounded like there was a bent neck lady standing behind us going, my baby. And it Just was like not that. okay. And it was because people started asking about Sarah in the live chat and they, there's a lot of weird stories about this place that are not true. And I feel like that's what people started talking about because they were asking about Sarah and you can you can hear in the video because this is gonna be on Patreon. I ask, or I'm about to ask. People are asking who Sarah is, but I get stopped because Liv was like, "Do you hear, did you hear that?" And then I stopped talking and I heard someone in the other room or behind them who had this grumbly voice, just like how Liv said it, "My baby" in the background. Because at first you hear us debating on whether or not someone said maybe because M was like was that Sarah yeah because I was like did someone say maybe and he was like no I heard my baby and I was like <laughs> and then it did it a second time in case like <clears throat> if you didn't hear me yeah so Liv started shitting her pants and I was like that's not real we're not dealing with that right now because there's about 200 people in this live stream and that's going to be a lot worse if we start talking about it so uh you can get the fuck out of here because we don't believe you're real a hundred percent. She shut it down. And that's how you're supposed to deal with them. A lot of people are like, you can't follow us home. But if you deny their existence, much easier. <laughs> and in typical poltergeisty fashion, it immediately used all of its energy that it got from me shitting your pants to turn off all of our electronics. Well, I think it took all, took the energy from the electronics. Yeah. Because it happened before. <laughs> well, the way I feel it is it's like this explosion of energy. It's like it takes all of this stuff to manifest it to block it out and then it outputs almost like a little like well it's like blowing it's like a light bulb getting too much energy it pops and then it feels like it's gone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it tried to do that to scare us even more because em was like shut it down you don't exist who are you you don't even go here (laughs) liv was trying to talk to sarah and was like is that just a scary manifestation of you and i was like no, that's not real. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to deal with it with like understanding it's bullshit. And M was like, nope, we're just going to deny that anything happened right <laughs> we're gonna now. We're going to deny its existence. <laughs> and it was like, you're going to deny me? My baby. And then you're it was gonna like. You're going to deny me on my farm? Sorry. <laughs> In my haunted castle? And we're like, yes, yes, we are. And it was like, no, all of your lights are gone. They're gone. How, how do you feel about that? And we're like. No, after I started doing that, it stopped. After very, it took out the lights. No, you very much got the order incorrect. This is this is how it happened, okay? The lights went out, and then the lights came back on, and then Liv was like, did you hear that? And then I was like, did you, they're talking about Sarah? And then I was like, did someone say maybe because it was none of you because I watched all of your mouthfuses? And it sounded like a demonic thing that was happening behind you. In the hallway. And then Liv started asking Sarah, because we had a flashlight out in front of us, is that just a scary manifestation of you that's not allowed to be in here? And I was like, no, that doesn't exist. That's not real. (laughs) That is 150% a joke. That's a lie. (laughs) 
And that's when it stopped because Liv was about to shit her pants because I saw it on her face and I was like, there's 200 people watching us right now. This is not happening right now. Yeah. So we could talk about this later. Anyways, that was the scariest part of the investigation because we were only talking to human souls and it was a great time. So you can't be scared when there's human souls unless you're me, but that's just because I'm scared of everything. (laughs) But yeah, that's how those weird live streams go because we were on a live stream with Mackie and Amanda and we started talking about we started talking about Amanda's like weird things that she had dealt with when she was a child like the dark entities and they were live streaming from the Newland house which is a very haunted house and when we started talking about weird things they started hearing knocks all over the place and they're like did you hear that did you hear that it's almost like when you do live streams you can't control everybody's energy yeah lol so with that thank you and good night when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.